At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon and welcome back to the program. It's Benning Across America, Mike Pritchard, live from Las Vegas. Your other host today, live from Denver, James Salinas, Denver, Colorado. Uh, So, James, watching college football last night uh, and watching uh, Ohio State, Minnesota, you know, a lot on the line for Ohio State, right? Fourth-ranked team in the country. Okay, if we get upset on national TV, what's going to happen to our chances of winning a title? A lot on the line, but yet, as a better, though, Uh, And certainly a fan of college football. I could appreciate the fact that we had that matchup. Uh, We're going to have other key matchups we're going to get to as well. But overall, I think this is a great move for college football to have these matchups early on. And have these big big teams start to challenge themselves early, have have challenging opponents to where it, I know, and teams are still going to have some of those cupcakes on their schedule, but to get started, yeah, you want to get, you want to get the college football, collective college football fan base excited, mm-hmm. and that those are the kind of games that, you get that on a Thursday night, that's mm-hmm. that's a fun game to think about tonight, too, with, with UNC, and I know Virginia Tech is down, it's not the same that Hokies team that we've seen in the past, but that's a Friday night game, I mean, those are, these are games 
games that early in the season just peak your they, they get you excited they get you they get they get you pumped up not only as a college football fan but also as a college football better so I'm right there with you Pritch that's what we want to see get these big games get these big teams get them not get them on TV get them out there getting competing in a great environment like we saw last night in Minnesota with the crowd out there and great to have fans back in the stands at so many of these college venues because I think that's part of the allure when we're talking about college football the pageantry that goes along mm-hmm. with it and the the enthusiasm that you feel you feel that energy and that intensity from the crowd and it permeates down to the field and those all those players they're an extra step faster because of it right and we're going to get more of this because of the alliance between the Pac-12 uh, the Big Ten uh, the ACC, right? And so the Big 12, they're scrambling right now trying to put together a conference. They're the Big 8 right now trying to find more teams. Uh, and news dropped about BYU, um, Boise, Memphis, SMU, USF. I mean, I don't know if that does anything in terms of what the Alliance will do with the Pac-12, the Big 10, uh, and the ACC in terms of scheduling not only football, but also basketball. Uh, so it's like, what is the Big 12... What are, what are they left to do here? I mean, I know they're scrambling to try to keep their conference together, but it just doesn't look attractive. Yeah, it doesn't, and that's the unfortunate thing. You mentioned basketball, and that's the shame. A great conference for basketball, and you had the national champions coming out of the Big 12 right. Baylor last year, and, and we know Kansas. So many great teams within that when it comes to college basketball, and how does that impact where th- how competitive that is and the, and the great programs that we've seen throughout the years with the Big 8, the Big 12, etc. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a challenge for them, and, and I think for – but as far as for sports – betters I mean, put. I, I don't care what conference they're in. Now you have rivalries, and that's mm-hmm. great conference rivalries, and we you know those have those as as the season progresses. But you know that's part of the history of the game that I think that, that fans can ratch onto. But as far as a better goes, just give me the marquee teams. Let's see them face face up week in and week out. I don't care what conference they're in. If they're all in the same conference, good. If they're all in different conferences, and we're going to have some some interconference play, that works too. Let's just get these big teams out there. No more cupcakes. Get them like. We saw on Thursday night last night to right. get week one started with Ohio State playing a good conference team, but playing a good opponent as well on the road. I don't care what conferences they're in. I don't know what the Big 12 is going to, how they're going to, how they're going to match up, what they're going to do as going forward with the defections now with Texas and with mm-hmm. Oklahoma hitting the road. But uh, still give me marquee games. I don't care what conference they're in. Give me the games. Give me the number. We'll see if we want to bet into it. Yeah, at least for me, from an entertainment standpoint, I mean, I get more value. Uh, from that aspect, uh, dealing with a competitive line, a spread, uh, more so than, uh, I don't know, trying to lay or catch 28 points with a team or a cupcake. Right, and and that makes it hard unless you can find some spots, and there's always mm-hmm. angles out there too, and sometimes there's so many. I think that's the other challenge, Pritch, is we don't have to bet all these games, but there's so many teams out there. The books are putting numbers to these games, and they're going to miss number. They're going to miss the line on some of these things. Yeah. They're super sharp behind that counter on that side, but they are going to miss lines on some of these teams, especially early in the season. So regardless of where the team is or what the status is, if you can find a spot in there and you want to take UNC and take those Bears 
Houston. I know you're not going to. <laughs> no. With that big number, though, that might be a spot. I don't care about the team, but that number is pretty juicy. We'll cash tickets and be a fan of that. They took it off, though. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. why the fun is gone in that uh, when you have situations like that. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one of your hosts out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is out in Denver, Colorado. That's James Salinas. Uh, so, James, where are you with Bama Miami? Uh, a big game, uh, a big matchup right there on the schedule. Again, we love these spots. Uh, Bama with a new quarterback, a young quarterback. Everybody seems to think they're going to be okay, though. Big number here, if you ask me, minus 19 for Bama. Now, uh, Miami, we got some intel from Gino Toretta. Uh, he was on the program a few weeks ago, former quarterback, outstanding quarterback for the Hurricanes, the U. And he suggested to us way back then that Miami has not reloaded uh, to the ability or, or to the level uh, of Alabama. So certainly graduates uh, moved on to the National Football League from that program, but unproven players right now for Miami. I don't know if anybody can reload the way that Alabama <laughs> right. does. Good that's point. pretty high. That's a pretty high measure. You know, that's a high ceiling to have to compare. I mean, this is not the Miami. This is not the Hurricanes of. Uh, this is not the U. This is mm-hmm. not the back in the day of the '80s and Schnellenberger and and Jimmy Johnson and all those teams that were rife with talent. But looking at this game here, you talked about the the young quarterback for Alabama. And I'll talk about a team that we know they reload with plenty of talent. But it is a, a highly touted Bryce Young coming in and tons of talent there. But now he's going to really this in a sense is it well obviously it's his first start and really his first game action here and I think here is just a lot of turnover offensively so many players obviously for Alabama big time playmakers playing on Sundays now they are gone whether it's a running back position the receivers the quarterback obviously with Jones being in in New England but on the Miami side I just I I have question marks about De'Ara King not about his toughness and his ability to play but he's literally just eight months removed from ACL surgery I mean he got hurt in that bowl game was that New Year's Eve right at the end so he had surgery in January we're going to go now he's had eight months to rehab and now he's going to step back out on the field and he can throw the football but he also likes to he's going to get on his he's going to get on his horse he's going to run he was a spectacular runner and able to be a dual threat quarterback not only from a physical standpoint of where his knee is at right now because you're going to have to face that Alabama front they are sensational that is a terrific stout defensive front and pass rush that they're going to face are the Miami Hurricanes with De'Ara King I can't imagine he is anywhere close to 100% he's going to have to face that defense now Uh, not only from the physical standpoint Pritch but when you come off an injury like that and especially a short time, you're going to have to face the defending champs, the psychological piece to that. He's going to have to take some blows. He's going to have to cut and run hard and see how that knee holds up. You can do all that in practice, but now game speed playing against a team like Alabama, where I'm looking at here, I'm not going to lay it. It's up to 20 now for Alabama. Massive number here. I'm yeah. not going to play that. Like I said, I like totals, especially early in the early in the first week of the season here. These are teams that a lot of transition on the offensive side for, for Alabama. Miami here with a questionable Derek. King, how healthy is he, not only physically but psychologically? First half under sitting at 31. I think they'll be a little conservative, especially Miami offensively with De'Ara King getting him worked back into shape and playing shape in, in college football. Give me the first half under sitting at 31. All right, 
and then the top five matchup, uh, Clemson and Georgia. Everybody's showcasing this game. Uh, if we get close to Ohio State, Minnesota, in terms of a competitive nature, I, I believe this game's going to be that. I mean, you're going to feature both defensive lines, uh, defensive players all over the place. That's going to get after it. Explosive players on the outside, too. The only uh, consideration for me, though, will be, will Georgia have enough offense without Washington, their fine tight end? Uh, I think defensively they're going to get after Clemson. Clemson with question marks with offensive line. And then DJ, uh, can he step into uh, the, the role that Trevor Lawrence held down for a number of years at a very, very high level uh, and still propel this team for the Tigers out there in Clemson? We know Clemson reloads very well, not quite at the capacity that Alabama does, but plenty of plenty of being a farm system to the NFL. That's what it's turned into yeah. there with the Clemson Tigers. But big names to replace. You mentioned Lawrence, ETN gone too, as well as a couple offensive linemen. The defensive front's going to be very stout. Love the linebackers too there for Clemson and Georgia. You mentioned their defensive front sensation. They are breaking in a few, uh, couple new cornerbacks, one that used to play for Clemson last mm-hmm. year and got suspended, and now he's going to be on there. Wonder what kind of intel you might get from him coming in and switching, you know, crossing the lines and playing over there now with the Bulldogs, but that's where I was looking at here, too. Another one of these teams where it's sitting, I'm looking at first half and I'm looking at the under. Love both of these defenses, especially up front. I think again, for the game speed is going to take a little while for both of these offenses to catch up to and maybe a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of conservative game plan the first couple series just to get the jitters out and get the get, you know, take a couple shots, take a couple hits and, and now get that sweat broken. Now the jitters are out of there after a drive or two, and now you're ready to start to run your game plan. I was looking at the first half under. Now the total for the game is sitting at 50 and a half. Um, Maybe these teams start to break it out in the second half if they start to feel comfortable. That's why I was just looking at the first half. Same thing with Alabama that we mentioned earlier, that first half against Miami. It's sitting at 24 right now. I don't like the number, so I'm not going to play it. I'm going to wait to see, can we get a better number prior to kickoff? And that's what I'm going to be looking for, because kickoff is going to be later. You're going to have a lot of Mm -hmm. folks chasing bets that they lost throughout the day. Are they looking? We know the public loves the fire on favorites and the other. Now, I don't have a position on the side. This is a tough call for me either way with the injuries you mentioned with Clemp, with, with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like the total. I'm going to see if that number can tick up. Maybe I can get that 24 and a half. That's going to be the way that I look at it. If I can get that extra hook here, play that number under in that first half, 24 or 24 and a half, that's the route I'm going to go for that game. All right. I love it right there. I mean, just following up with what we were talking about with the Big Ten and how they're scheduling uh, you know, yeah, Iowa and Indiana, for instance, too. I mean, top 20 matchups all across the board, but then you have the SEC stretching themselves out. Uh, Georgia, Clemson, you know, Bama, Miami, and now LSU, UCLA. LSU um, had to move because of Hurricane Ida. Their preparation was in Houston. They travel out west. UCLA surprising some people this year already against Hawaii. Uh, A lot of people taking a second look at the Bruins right now. So look at this number right now, James. LSU minus two and a half uh, road favorite against the Bruins here. Yeah, number ticking down, right? Mm-hmm. So money coming in and, and folks backing the Bruins. I don't know, is that recency bias of you know trouncing Hawaii the way that they did last week? Really poor performance out of the rainbow last week. That did just especially at the quarterback position, just look completely this looked disorganized and sometimes you're gonna see that. Week zero, week one, first game of the season, and can take some time and you're gonna play a team that you weren't as talented as as UCLA. Uh is gonna have to run the football in this in this game and L- LSU, how poorly they played last year. They had, they were had nowhere to go but down last year, considering the season they had prior to that winning the national championship and all the talent that they lost in the NFL. 
a lot of talent was opted out on that Tigers team last year too. Still a lot of speed on that team and a lot of talent issues at the quarterback position. Again, another injury, but uh, here I, th- I think that's this is probably I don't have a, a stake in this game yet, and I think probably this is this is going to be a big answering stick for UCLA. I think mm-hmm. LSU. We know the athletes. They're going to have athletes. They're going to have speed there uh, and and be physical up front too. And we're, they're going to be able to run the football, and that's what I really want to see is can LSU continue to control the football, pounding the football, and start to wear UCLA down because there's better athletes on the Tiger side than the UCLA side. And I don't know, DTR, is that somebody I want to uh, – do I trust the quarterback position right now for UCLA to make big plays, make big throws in a game like this? Right now I don't, and that's probably where I'm – I would be leaning towards LSU, but right now I haven't made any kind of play yet. Okay, uh, Chip Kelly said that his team, he feels like they're special. They're definitely going to have to be able to run the football to have any type of success against LSU, really. Uh, but LSU's got a new offensive coordinator, though, James. And uh, we, we, we saw a team, like, just regress big time last year uh, from the level that they were at, certainly, when they won a national title. Uh, but when you have coaching changes like this, uh, preparation, too, and then also the weight of UCLA having played a game already, uh, do you cap that any differently? You can, I think, but thinking about last year, they had a lot of transition with the coaching staff with LSU last year. Right. So not only all the players that were lost to the NFL and the opt-outs as well, but then a change in coaching staff, you know, coordinators, offense, defensive coordinators last year. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have another transition. Maybe that was a bit, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> maybe. I think what we did see out of, what we did see out of LSU last year as the season progressed is you, you the way that they were going to run the football, a lot of talent there running the ball in the backfield for the Tigers, very physical team up front too but just a ton of speed and I like the secondary for LSU I think this is a tough matchup for UCLA and the number continues to tick down now sitting at like you said two and a half in favor of UCLA I don't know what is the fan base going to look like for the Bruins there are they going to are we going to have like half and half LSU is going to travel they want to get out of there because the crazy hurricane that came into LSU or came into Mm -hmm. Baton Rouge and and Louisiana and New Orleans Uh, I I think it's going to be kind of a, a 50 50 crowd, and it's never a full house in, in favor of UCLA there. So I don't know if it's a huge home field advantage for the Bruins in this case either. So to me, the more we keep talking about it, the more I keep thinking I like the, the dudes that we like to call okay. them. There's some dudes on LSU yep. and speed and the talent. Give me the dudes with LSU now that it's ticked down under a field goal. I've been out to the Rose Bowl many times, James. I've actually broadcasted games from the Rose Bowl. And I tell you what, uh, if they can get that to a fever pitch, it's 8.30 p.m. Eastern. They can get that to a fever pitch. Uh, certainly, that's going to be on the side of the Bruins right there. I mean, they've been waiting for this. That program has been waiting for this moment with Chip Kelly, uh, and they have to capitalize on it. This is their moment, and yeah. you're going to be prime time under the lights there. But, yeah, you get the, the stadium juice, but are they all – I think it's – to me, it's going to feel like you're going to see uh, – it's going to be 50-50 when it comes to the fan bases in that stadium uh, tomorrow in in Los Angeles. But, yeah, I just I, – I, I need to see it. I need to see it out of UCLA. I need to see it in the passing game. Didn't like what really didn't – I mean, they didn't – Hawaii was awful last week, but mm-hmm. didn't really see a whole lot of great – great. The, the passing game just can, looks like it's 
it's going to be a continuous struggle for UCLA, and now you're going to have big step up in class against LSU. More I talk about it, I would talk myself into the Tigers <laughs> right now. I'm not firing on it right now when we're talking about it, but less than a field. I mean, winning the game outright now, the, the money line sitting at $1.35. I don't know if the, yeah. the, the point spread even matters at this point. Who's going to win the game? I think if you like UCLA, forget the two and a half. Mm-hmm. You're just taking the money line plus, yeah, plus 115. It's probably your better bet if you want to back the Bruins. Yeah, plus 125 out here to back the Bruins. I think Matt Humans is going to be at that game. Uh, Britain, our, our producer, told us about that. So everybody's excited about this matchup for sure, and they should be. Uh, outstanding matchups uh, week one uh, in college football. Okay, deep dive into the Broncos. Uh, we got to do that because uh, you're out there, James. It may be some intel for betters that we don't know, we haven't heard about for sure. But the season, a lot of optimism for the Broncos in, in terms of them perhaps making a run at the playoffs. Their win total, though, eight and a half, uh, the over minus 115, the under uh, minus 105. Talk about fans in the stands, Pritch. We're going to have fans back at, hopefully, fingers crossed here, we're going to have capacity back at all of our stadiums, but here in particular for in favor of the Broncos being at sea, or at Mile High, right? Mm-hmm. It's Mile High Stadium for yep. a reason. That altitude plays, and it is a factor, and I think just starting with the schedule. Starting here at home, and you're going to have fans in the stands again. We know it's a great crowd. It's a rabid fan base, and you're a mile above sea level. That, when it comes to altitude, really is hard for these teams to come in here and perform for four quarters. Takes them a while to get their win under them. Uh, but it's a six, it's a, it's a last place schedule for the Broncos mm-hmm. for starters. So just starting with the schedule for to to begin with, looking at their not, we know what it's going to be like and it's Kansas City's division to win and they're going to win the AFC West. But uh, outside of the division games, the non-divisional games that they're going to host, they're going to be able to host the Jets, the Eagles, the Lions, and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Can you see any of those teams coming into Mile High and beating the Broncos? I don't. I don't. I th- they're all those are mediocre to bad football teams here. Those four teams we just named, and I think especially the defensive side is what we're going to see a big improvement this year from the Denver Broncos. They were really decimated at the cornerback position. They got a lot of injuries. They were really thin last year. Uh, no Von Miller last year to provide any kind of pass rush because he was out for the entire season. He'll be back. Not sure what we're going to see out of Von Miller. A lot of miles on him now coming back from injury la- from last year. And really, does the scheme really fit the way that he plays? And he's more of a 4-3 guy. This is a 3-4 kind of five-man front that, that Fangio runs, but I don't think uh, it's the secondary. It's one of the better secondaries in all of football. Mm-hmm. That's going to make Denver competitive, and they made the decision. They're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback, not because he's this big playmaker, but it's because he's not going to throw the football to the other team, and that's what Drew Locke was doing last year, led the league in throwing the football to their opponents, and, and that's just where they just don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with his decision-making and have them where they have have competitive, they're being competitive in these games because of their defense, and their Drew Locke is throwing the football to the wrong team. So I think from the Broncos' standpoint, they're going to want to be there with Munchak running that offensive line. We've seen improvement over the last couple of years since he's been there in Denver as their offensive line coach, Garrett Bowles. He done, he's done wonders for Garrett Bowles. Mike I, Munchak, I think this yep. is going to be a... F- yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a physical team up front. They're going to want to ball control, be conservative with the football, throwing the ball down the field. Now, they have plenty of weapons to throw it to, uh, but this is going to be all about defense field position. And Teddy Bridgewater, don't throw the ball to the wrong team. We're going to set you up in shorter fields here. We're going to run the football and then give you opportunities to stretch the field with some of the young wideouts that the Denver Broncos have. I really like Javante Williams, too. Uh, his player prop, James, rushing yards, 800 and a half. Now, I know Gordon's, uh, uh, Gordon's out there, but yet, you know, this guy 
say what you will about the offseason for him, but certainly he's been banged up too ever since he entered the league. Uh, I think Williams can take over that starting job. I, I think he will, too. It's not going to happen week one, but as the season progresses here, I think you're going to see Javante Williams as the rookies start to step in and get more carries. And as soon as Melvin Gordon either, like you said, gets injured right. or puts the ball puts the ball on the ground, and he does that, and he did that in a couple of key games last year and really frustrated, frustrated the coaching staff for the Denver Broncos. You, I agree. I, I like Javante Williams, too. I think he's a great fit for the Denver Broncos. He's going to have, as the season progresses, going to have a great if, – if you have – place where you can get as adjusted numbers like you said his mm-hmm. prop right there 800 plus to go over I like that but if you can see after a couple games where yeah maybe he didn't get as many touches as he will as the season progresses and you have opportunity to get adjusted totals like that there's an opportunity to bounce because he will be that yeah. starting running back as the season progresses well yeah the Denver Broncos very yep Denver Broncos very interesting to me too James because of defensively uh, they have a defensive guru as a head coach and that defense is loaded that's secondary might be the best secondary in the league. And now if they get it together and get it right with another quarterback that wears a glove, uh, a la Peyton Manning, right? If they can get it right, uh, watch out for the Denver Broncos coming up uh, for the 2021 season. Uh, More betting across America when we continue after this break. It's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Today's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod focuses on the closing weekend in New York and California. The odd couple of Saratoga Live, Andy Serling and Tom Amos, review the summer season and look ahead to the big races Labor Day weekend. Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Sportsbook Handicaps races at Saratoga and Del Mar. Keith Chamberlain of the National Thoroughbred Racing Association discusses the current state of handicapping contests like last weekend's National Horse Players Championship in Las Vegas. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it now at vcin.com slash podcast. Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you. And James, we always get these uh, insights from BetMGM. John Ewing does a great job uh, supplying us um, some line movement, ticket count, handle. Uh, I don't know if it's useful for the way that you bet, but I found it useful. So, for instance, the highest ticket percentage right now, LSU uh, at minus three. Uh, We saw that line go down, not in their favor. And then highest handle, LSU. Uh, they're second behind Alabama in terms of the highest handle at BetMGM right now. So money coming out of LSU and the line moving the other way. Mm-hmm. So a little reverse alignment with some respected money coming in on the Bruins. And it, it, it's, it, I mean, it's so early in the season. It, this game right here, like we talked about, we talked about that game before. And I just feel like this is going to be uh, – this is an assessment game for me, really, for not so much LSU, but more so UCLA. Are they ready to step up in class here and play a big – big-time team. Now we know this is not the same LSU team from two years ago that won the national championship, but they still can recruit like that and have the the athletes and the speed out mm-hmm. there and especially the ability to be physical up front and run the football uh, at this L- at UCLA team. So, yeah, looking at where the ticket counts, sometimes for me that'll factor in uh, where's the respected money coming in but or do we want to go a contrarian route, but more so for me it's going to be eye test. And I think we talked about this. I'm doing more so playing totals okay. or playing some of these totals in week one and letting these teams kind of get themselves acclimated and or playing a lot of in-game places here but interesting to see all the money all a lot of tickets could be written up and money coming in on lsu let that number moves the other way a little reverse line moving like we talked about uh some respected money coming in on the bruins yeah how about this james uh most bet games so we got georgia clemson they're number two alabama miami is number three uh the most bet games according to betmgm ticket count Temple Rutgers. Temple Rutgers. Well, I thought you were going to say CU Northern Colorado because that game is that game is back on the board is now. It? It's back up to thir- it's back on thirty eight here. Okay. So for whatever reason, it was off, but it's back up now. Now the money line has been taken off. Mm. But it, it, but when it cut, that's really surprising to me as far as Rutgers goes. Now we know we had to change venues and just all the the craziness that went on with the 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 hurricane and the flooding and the rain and everything else that's going on. So unfortunate situation along oh, yeah. that, along New York City and the East Coast and Jersey and all of that out there, but. Interesting to know. Maybe that's where's all that money? New Jersey. We know New Jersey is that game. That's the first. Is that the first game on the board tomorrow? Folks want to get up and, and wake and bake and let's get a game going. I want I want some action as soon as I get up and they're going to fire and that's what they want to see. Rutgers here, the local team. Although I don't know if can you bet Rutgers there in New Jersey. That part I'm not sure. Check your jurisdictions and yeah. where you can. I kind of think that you can't out there. I'm not sure. But really interesting. Not a game that I'm going to play. We talked about that mm-hmm. one. Too big a number for me to lay with Rutgers. I don't want anything to do with Temple either. But. Really 
really interesting the fact that that is the number one ticket count right now is Rutgers versus Temple. Yeah, very interesting right there for sure. Uh, what about Fresno State and, and Oregon? Any interest in this one? I mean, uh, the storylines are, are incredible to me. DeRuiter, the defensive coordinator at Oregon, used to be the head coach with Fresno State. Uh, and so you have this matchup. Oregon minus 20 and a half. Fresno State feeling pretty good about themselves right now. Feeling good about themselves. They had the game under their belt. I guess if you want to call it, maybe more so. They got a scrimmage under their belt last week against the <laughs> UConn Huskies. And right. at least able to get some live contact and hit somebody else for a change instead of their, their own teammates. It's a big number, and more so a big number in this sense. Yeah, Oregon, we know that they've talent-wise, they're going to – it's off the off the chart when you look up and down as far as the speed goes. Mm-hmm. Plenty of – always a lot of speed and on that Oregon team and can run the football. I think that's where now you're going to have Anthony Brown, who trans- from Boston College stepping in and this really new the kind of RPO style offense is that going to fit him and how healthy is he now coming off a couple of years ago being injured but now a, a new system here maybe take a little time here for Oregon also the fact that at is this a look-ahead game? Oh, Massive right, game right. next week. We already talked about Ohio State mm-hmm. and playing on the road last week against Minnesota. Next week now, Oregon, they're going to go on the road and play Ohio State. How much do you want to give away, especially if you're up early and kind of coasting the second half? I'd like more so. If I can get that 21 with Fresno State, it has dropped to 20 and a half. I would favor more so here. The Bulldogs taking that big number with Oregon, uh, dialing things back in the second half. All right, 63 and a half is the total in that game as well. When we continue to program, Ben Fox, VP of digital content. He's next. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talentness. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. And so is our next guest, Ben Fox, VP of Digital Content here at VSIN. Ben, how are you today? Doing great, fellas. It's been a great week. Looking forward to a uh, long weekend of just sitting back, uh, watching some football, and hopefully winning some bets. Oh, I'm right there with you. I cannot wait for this weekend. It seems like it's taken forever to get here, but now that it's finally here, uh, certainly going to enjoy it. Uh, One thing from college football already, week zero or week one, uh, heading into the weekend, Ben, I mean, anything and everything can happen in college football when it comes to betting. Yeah, I, I think we already uh, we already saw that last night, right? I was I was in the studio uh, on the nightcap with Tim Murray and and Sean King, and uh, one better had two hundred twenty thousand dollars on Tennessee minus thirty five and a half against Bowling Green. So a a lot of money, b not a great number since there were thirty fives out there. Uh, and Tim Murray had Tennessee as well minus thirty five, a pick he'd written up on Veasan.com. It seemed like he was uh, passing a kidney stone or something with the reactions he was having. <laughs> Watching uh, Joe Milton that game, of course, Tennessee doesn't get there. Uh, they win 38-6 to but don't cover. Uh, but, yeah, just so much going on on Thursday uh, night that I'm looking forward to talking about with you guys. Yeah. 
But and I think that just speaks to the fact. I think that game opened twenty seven and a half, twenty eight, somewhere around there. I know it was under thirty. The fact that yep. it got bet up so much. I, I know for me, if there's a game and I miss the best number, I, I I can't get that out of my head. And and that's the beauty of betting. The books are going to set these lines out, and they're going to post. They're going to post lines on all these games. Doesn't mean we need to bet them. And I'm so averse to that, fellas. That when I there, there's a game that I like, and if it would have been Tennessee, and I know where the number opened, and now where it's going, and where it's going to close come game time, and I miss that number like that, that's why I usually yeah. just pass and go to the next game, and we're seeing that here. Well, somebody learned a hard lesson there at two, almost a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think that was... So I, I jotted down a couple of lessons from last night. The first was uh, don't bet Tennessee laying five touchdowns. I think that's an easy one to follow. But, but some larger ones, like you mentioned, just try and get the best of the number and see where it's going, right? We saw that with Ohio State, Minnesota. This was available if you liked Ohio State at minus 13 and a half. If you liked Minnesota at 14, it even hit 14 and a half, right? So you could have won on either side, depending on what you got. And if you bet it late, potentially you lost. We saw the same thing in the UCF game. Uh, somebody at BetMGM as well had 100 grand on UCF at minus six and a half, right? That was minus four, four and a half, five earlier in the week. And again, that basically comes down to a two-point conversion. Uh, and, and like you were saying, James, I think also, you know, especially early on, look at the in game, right? Ohio State is a much better team. Look, I'm a Minnesota fan, as you guys know. The Golden Gophers are not that good. Once Ohio State was down 14 to 10, I think you could get them around a five, five and a half point favorite mm. to win the game. Obviously, that's a much better number than laying 13 and a half, 14. So there's just a lot out there, especially week one. I would say as well, tread lightly on the bankroll, right? It's a long season. NFL now, we got, we don't have 16 weeks, 16 games. We got 17 games. Just, you know, take it easy on the early bankroll. We don't know a lot about these teams. And uh, just kind of, as James says, maybe in-game is a better way to go. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Ben, because watching that game, I became frustrated uh, with Coach Day, the fact that they weren't staying with the run. I mean, Minnesota's horrible uh, against the run, but yet he wanted to showcase this young quarterback. I know what he was thinking. Let's throw the football all around the place, but then uh, lo and behold, you're losing the game. So I didn't participate in-game because I just didn't trust Coach Day to get it right, but he did in the second half, though. Yeah, and they have those athletes, right? Yeah. I mean, Ohio State, we were in the studio, and Sean King was saying, you know, they haven't been in the backfield much. And mm -hmm. literally the next play, they had the strip sack fumble that was a touchdown. Again, Ohio State has wide receivers that are going to run away from everyone. And, yes, it, it, it's a good thing for your quarterback if he can throw a post route and the guy's open by 25 yards. You know, that's, that's a nice confidence-building throw as well. But... Look, they got the job done. They uh, pushed against, you know, basically the closing number. But a, a really great game and a fun game. Uh, Circa was packed, certainly. It's just it's great to have college football back, and there's going to be so much more this weekend. And speaking of college football being back and all the money that's going to be generated, all the handle that's going to start going now that we've got these big games week one, we talk a lot about power ratings, right? Power rankings of teams. What about your power ratings and your power rankings of states right now, Ben, as far as when it comes to sports betting handle? What numbers do you got? 
Well, we just launched state number 23, uh, Wyoming. So that's that's high in the pe- No, no, Wyoming's not going to have too, uh, <laughs> too high of a handle, I don't think. Uh, it's really New Jersey, right? New, New Jersey and kind of every, everyone else. Uh, Nevada really has been number two. We have almost every state now reporting for July. Uh, Illinois is the last kind of big one that will be in this top 10. But number one's New Jersey, again, uh, $578.7 million. Nevada number two at 409, Pennsylvania three, Michigan four, Indiana five, and right there, James, Colorado number six. Again, I think this is going to be fascinating really to see as we go through this football season with a couple, with a confluence of a couple of things. The, the big one being that New Jersey is legal, now has that mature market, and New York mobile sports betting won't be until 2022. I think the big question that everyone's asking is, is New Jersey going to have a billion dollars in handle one of these months, September, October, November, December? I think the consensus from talking to people is that it's going to happen potentially even in this month of September. If not, it seems like definitely October. You know, Ben, you you had this uh, situation. You see Davis, the outright win over Tulsa. I mean, college football, that's why we love it. At least that's why I love it. Uh, These major upsets. Uh, But yet advice that I want to give our audience, and certainly I I don't know if you feel the same way. I mean, you can't chase that every week. I mean, anything can happen in college football. We sure, we certainly know that. But you see Davis winning outright over Tulsa. Something like that's not going to happen each and every week. No, I think, again, just echoing, right? Bet within your means, bet responsibly, and, you know, toss a couple dollars here and there that you can afford to lose, especially in something like college football, right? We're talking about 18 to 21-year-old kids. Anything can happen on a weekly basis. You saw UCF came back, right? But they had that 100-yard pick six early on. That game could have gone a very different way. It's just week to week, there's so much variance. So just bet within your means, and again, we're in week one here. We got a long season. Yeah, long season, exciting season though. Looking forward to it. Ben, that was awesome. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. College football. Uh, James, uh, we're going to have Chris Andrews on the show coming up next from the South Point. So many questions to ask him about how his business, uh, you know, looking forward to the season with uh, fans back in the stands in the National Football League. So Chris Andrews uh, with us after this break. That's coming up next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy $100. Register using code VSEN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code VSEN100 to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. And so is our next guest, Chris Andrews from the South Point. Chris, how are you? I'm doing great, Pritch. Good seeing you. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. I know. I've talked to you over the years. I've seen you from time to time. But it's great to see you. Great to have you on the program. So how was business yesterday? Really good. Yeah. Really good. Unfortunately, we got... uh, we had two games fall on the number, you know, so, but uh, we wound up squeezing out a slight profit for the day, so it didn't hurt us all that bad. Right. Chris, I want to ask you from a, a 21st century bookmaker's perspective, for somebody who's been in the game a long time, and for somebody like me who's been betting for a long time, 
access to information. So I'm just kind of curious how you handle this. I'm thinking about yesterday, UC Davis winning outright, beating Tulsa as a huge underdog, 21-point dog. But information coming out yesterday about suspensions from last year's bowl game and the fight and everything that was going on. How do you guys handle that as bookmakers as far as now with everybody having instant access to information, whether it's through the media or through, say, social media, Twitter, all those types of things that can hear that and jump on something like that? How do you guys approach something like that? Do you have somebody just sitting there monitoring social media 24-7? Yeah, pretty much me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we try. But, I mean, I've got other guys watching, too. You know, we we try to stay on it as well as we can. Um, It's not easy because a lot of times, you know, we see money before we see the actual information. So somebody gets this before us. And in this day and age, um, you know, with the communication the way it is, a lot of times somebody uh, in the crowd at the at the counter or uh, somebody on the app gets that before we do. We try to act as quickly as we can. And on some of these, certainly some of the smaller games, like you mentioned UC Davis yesterday, some of those smaller games um, will we'll move without a bet. Now, ordinarily, I don't like doing that. I want to take a bet and move with the action. But on some of these smaller uh, schools and some of these smaller teams, uh, we, we have to respect uh the information, even if we don't get a bet. But in all honesty, usually we get a bet before we get the information. So we move, uh, we give it maybe what you would call a dramatic move on something like that, particularly once we find out what the cause of the move was. But it, but it, it's a fight, and it's been going on for years. And I look back when I first started in this industry, like back in 79 and 80, um, this, the same fight was going on. The communication was much, much different. Sometimes we didn't get an injury till the next day, you know, but uh, that's that's not going to happen. Now you're going to get an injury within a couple of minutes if it happens. Right. And then a challenge, too, because of the fluid situation with COVID. Yeah. I mean, injuries are one thing, but then these protocols and, and the COVID situation, players who are vaccinated, unvaccinated, I mean, that's a lot to follow there. It is. But like I said, Pritch, it's it's one of those things where we have been fighting this for a long time. The 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 fight has changed. How would I say this right? Uh, the information has changed, but the fight really has kind of stayed the same. Okay. But it's one of these things where we try to stay on it and the betters try to stay on it. And it's just a race sometimes who can get the information first. Chris, so thinking about tonight, now we have a couple intriguing games for a Friday night. Friday night under the lights, we have a couple conference games. Virginia Tech right now taking on, they'll be at home hosting North Carolina. They're a six-point dog at home with a total of 64, as well as Michigan State on the road at Northwestern, who's a small home favorite here. What kind of action are you seeing in these two conference games tonight? Well, those two games in particular, we've had quite a bit of action. Uh, the Carolina game, uh, we haven't had much movement. We opened five. We're up to six. But uh, the Northwestern game, uh, we opened seven. Uh, we got down to three. Uh, so we're seeing – now we're starting to even out the action a little bit. I think we're up to four last I looked. Uh, so we're starting to get some even action there. But those are the two premier games. Of course, uh, you know, North Carolina, I think – you know, has an outside chance maybe to make the playoffs. I mean, they're going to have a game against Clemson at some point, uh, maybe in the championship game for the ACC. they got a great quarterback. A lot of guys think he'll be the number one draft choice this year. So, I mean, and a great coach. Mac Brown's done a heck of a job since he's returned to Carolina. So I think that's a, that's a team that a lot of people want to watch. And, oops, I meant to turn my phone off. 
It's a great ringtone. <laughs> I always know when the Greeks are calling me, we get Zorba the Greek. Uh, anyway, I think a lot of people are going to want to see uh, the quarterback in that team. And then Michigan State and uh, Northwestern, maybe not as premier as it has been for a while. I think Michigan State's a little bit down this year as well as last year. But Northwestern's really been a great program for a while. But uh, they lost a lot of guys. We'll see how they come out tonight. Do you appreciate the scheduling that we had this year in terms of, okay, we got Clemson, Georgia, and we got the Big Ten doing what they're doing. We got LSU, UCLA. Because James and I, we were talking about this, at least for me as a casual better, Chris, um, I can appreciate challenging lines or challenging games that way more so than, than the cupcakes, uh, even though the cupcakes can help you cash a ticket every once in a while. Yeah, you know, I remember being a kid, and I think I'm a little older than you, Bridge, but I remember when um, USC played Alabama early in the year. It was one of those games where uh, John McKay and Bear Bryant had – cocktails probably at some point in time decided to play each other and I remember that was a huge game and it seemed like we had those quite a bit uh, when, I, when I was younger. Then the bowl situation changed the money changed. You know money kind of always changes everything right. but those were great games and then this year yeah, you know, I, I think it's terrific. I mean, we got Georgia Clemson tomorrow. I mean, you kidding me? That that's one of the games of the year, and here we are starting out the season with it. Well, I think Miami's really good too. I think they're going to give Bama a pretty good game, and the Big Ten. You know, they played a, a conference game last week, mm-hmm. and then they got a, a bunch of conference games this week. Um, you know, we talked about uh, uh, Northwestern and Michigan State, but how about Penn State and Wisconsin right. tomorrow? And then Indiana, Indiana, Iowa. Iowa. You know, so, yeah, we got some great games coming up. I love it myself. Yeah, so- so, Chris, speaking of those big games, especially early, how does the process go when you have – you're in your place, you're going to have 9 a.m. starts, and you know, like, the big game is going to be that Clemson and Georgia game. It's the late game. Do you, How do you brace yourself knowing that throughout the day, whether you're looking to add on or you're looking to get out, you know big players and big money is going to come in on those bigger games later in the evening. Do you have to kind of figure out where you're going to go with, say, the side and or the total with a big game like that because it's the one of the later games of a college football Saturday? Uh, it, it, it's something, but we do have to move with our business, and uh, I always say it's uh, the get-even or get-even-worse game for a lot of guys. So uh, We always get extra action uh, on those late games, and I, I think it's going to be interesting to see where we're at on Sunday when uh, we have Notre Dame and Florida State. Uh, you know, you know, Florida State's been down a little bit lately. I think some people are thinking they're going to be um, – back up a little bit this year and then Notre Dame always garners a lot of action then of course we got um, Mississippi and Louisville on Monday night so we, you know we got some great games uh, like I said they're all going to be get even or get even worse games yeah let's get to the National Football League Chris because we got 11 teams uh, with a different quarterback from a year ago which uh, look from a from a betting perspective I'm following that and see what develops there um, but we got a team locally here too growing up in Vegas and never thought this would happen have you guys anticipated what it's going to be like now that fans are going to be back in stands and certainly a lot of action coming here to the book? Yeah, I, I really had to redo my uh, home field advantages this year. Okay. Last year I had them as virtually zero. Um, there were a few exceptions, not many. Mm-hmm. So I had to take a look back to 2019 and see exactly how how I was rating some of the home field. So I had to put that back into the equation. Um, you know, we'll see how it changes during the course of the year. I, you know, Everything's very volatile. I think uh, I think the Raiders are going to have a pretty good home field advantage myself. I mean, the town seems very rapidly behind them. We've gotten a lot of money 
in the future book and on season win totals and uh, you know to win the division, et cetera, et cetera, on the Raiders. So um, you know a lot of the wise guys are looking to bet the other way, and that's just the nature of the business. But there's a lot of enthusiasm for that team here locally, and we'll see if it translates onto the field. I have a feeling it will. Chris, how do you guys take – what do you take from preseason? Now, this year we had three games. Some teams take it very seriously every game. A lot of starters seeing a lot of reps, and other teams could care less. Is there anything that you saw from preseason, maybe say the Indianapolis Colts who had a lot of COVID issues, some major injuries go down during training camp and preseason, that kind of you have to think about come week one that you might have to adjust, whether it's the game line coming up for week one or maybe any of those other types of bets, like you mentioned, season win totals or futures? I, I tend not to think much about preseason, but I mean, sometimes you look at some things and you can't help but, but see it. Uh, myself, I was a little bullish on the Giants this year, but then after seeing that offensive line, man, I don't know. I mean, I, I love Saquon Barkley, and I, I like Daniel Jones, what I've seen so far, but if they can't protect this guy and open some holes for Saquon Barkley, I don't know what this team's going to do. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Saquon's still trying to decide if he wants to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, he's, he's had his issues, and, you know, Jones just keeps turning over the ball. Yeah. I don't know what to tell the guy. Yeah. You know, Biggest game coming up this weekend in college football for you guys. Oh, it's going to be Clemson, okay, Georgia. Clemson, yeah. Georgia, yeah. That's the monster. Is that your favorite game that you're most looking forward to? I'm looking forward to watching it. I don't <laughs> yeah. need anybody right <laughs> well, now, I mean, so I don't know who I'm rooting for Just yet. from a fan, because I know of you. I mean, from a fan standpoint, though, I mean, all these games, spectacular. Oh, yeah, got to be Clemson, Georgia. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Sure. James? Favorite game? That's the one. F- that's the one. F- Actually, it's probably going to be Alabama and Miami because I'm going to be betting that under in the first half. So that's an earlier game. So that's going to be my favorite game. Looking to cash a ticket on that under in the first half, under 31. All right, Chris. Thank you. That was okay. Awesome. My pleasure. James, have a great weekend. That was awesome today. Thank you. Absolutely. Stay safe out there, fellas. Talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. That'll do it for us today. My guys in the desert coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.